0: It's the morning show that no one knows and no one is talking about. I said no one is talking about, but if they did, they'd probably say it's the best way to start today with Rach and Dave. Good morning, Facebook. Good morning. Good morning, friends. Are you there? I just want to see the little eyeball where it says, like, three people Is watching. one
1: person going to watch this on Facebook? Has this show gone so far down into the ground that we can't get one? Perfect.
0: 12. 12 people are watching! Right. Perfect. Okay, Facebook, welcome. We are talking about the Enneagram. Yes. So if you are not familiar with the Enneagram, it is a personality test that has been around since ancient Greece that divides personalities into nine numbers, and I am obsessed with it. I love meeting someone and being like, "Oh, what's your number?" or like thinking I know their number already. We make our whole
1: team do this. Our whole
0: team does it. <clears throat> we. So I am a three with a four wing. Dave is a nine with an eight wing. Yes, I am. Um, and I. We were having a conversation the other day, and we we're having an argument. We, were, we have an argument sometimes. We
1: were, we were angry. We
0: we're having an argument, and I. Can, I was recognizing a couple of things. I, I think this is an interesting thought. We talked about this already. But how we don't see life as it is. We see life as we are. So... In that moment, I'm so frustrated with Dave for something that he cannot understand why it is upsetting to me.
1: I do not understand.
0: And I was thinking after we went our separate ways, I was thinking, isn't it crazy that you could be married to 500 different women, let's say, and not one of them would be pissed off about this. But there are things that you do that would really bother other people. That don't bother me at all.
1: If I were married to 500 women, I would I don't be mean simultaneously. so miserable.
0: I don't mean simultaneously. Oh, I just mean like... I know
1: what you mean. We
0: forget with our partner that it is, it is situational to who we are. It's not your partner did something. It's that your partner did something that bothers you. Does that make sense? So anyway, we we're having this conversation and I understand what like what it is that bothers me so much is a personality thing for me. And so I went and looked up my wing on Enneagram. If you know what I'm talking about, this makes total sense. If you don't, Google it later, freeenneagramtest.com. No, no, not .com, just Google free <laughs> Enneagram test and take it, it's like 15 minutes and it'll blow your mind. Yeah. But um, I went and looked up a four, which is my wing, and one of the things that it said And this is why I love personality tests because you think it's only you. And then I read this and I was like, Oh, it's not only me. And this is a, so for me, this might be surprising. I, the, a personal, I don't know if there are any fours watching. Where are my fours at? Four is an individualist. They are very, they care deeply about it being their thing they they tend to be the most creative in the enneagram. They're like it's a it's a whatever. They don't. What I say? They hold grudges. They hold grudges. They hold grudges, and that is me.
1: You're a grudge holder. I
0: am a grudge holder. You're
1: broken.
0: No, <laughs> I don't treat you differently. I will be in relationship with you, but I will never forget. That's not a good thing. It's not a good thing, but I but can't it's help like, it. That I, I just. I do
1: think it's good though, like when you have the recognition that oh wait, this isn't just me. Mm-hmm. I'm not just wired this way. This is the yep. way that people who are wired like me are wired. Yep. Yep. It changes a little bit of the weight that you have to carry in thinking that it's just like something that is unique to you. Yeah. But. I, the tough thing is, I, I, you've shared this information with me. I'm happy to have it. I don't know what to do with it.
0: I don't think it's anything for you to do. I think reading about it is the first time that I became aware that that's what I'm doing. So this gonna, is for me to process. Yeah.
1: So like the thing I'm not going to tell. Someone the,
0: said I must be a four.
1: <laughs> one of the things that I have as a superpower in my life is an ability.
0: <gasps> have a good day. Bye bye. Oh, have a good day. Oh yeah, time. I will. Love you. Love you.
1: I can hear
0: I you and I have a disagreement about this being a superpower.
1: Oh, I, it's a super superpower to me. I can hear almost anything from any source. I can sit in a meeting, I can have her say something late at night, I can watch something on television and am able to regurgitate it in a way that is now in my, my words, but like, and is applicable to that individual situation. And so when Rachel has some great idea for a way to better lead our organization, and then we get our senior leadership team together, And I, and it is an unconscious thing, I I will tell you, I I do not deliberately think like, oh, you know what? I'm going to take that great idea that Rachel had and I'm going to say it before she gets a chance to say it. Mm -hmm. I will rally the troops and everyone is like, let's go. I am here for this and we will finish this conversation and the entire audience of our senior leadership team will walk out and Rachel's like, that was my idea and you walked in and rallied these people using my idea you're an, you're you're a loser you're you're
0: i do not you say, don't say but that i'm like but. really because the, the thing is as it this is the foreign me i care deeply about creating things And when I, and, and by the way, it takes me a while and I marinate in it and I like create notes on my phone and I do the research. And then because you're my best friend, I'm like, oh, oh, I have, I heard this thing or I have this idea. And then before I can even implement it, you use it. It makes me want to murder. Yeah. Like it bothers me so much.
1: The crazy thing is I think about. I think about, like, oh, well, the outcome. Someone said, outcome, that's
0: plagiarism, not a superpower.
1: OK, OK, maybe. But the point of the team leaving feeling like they have their direction and on fire was the intended outcome. But that's and like Machiavellian.
0: Like, the end, the end justifies the means. And that's not, a, that's not accurate. But
1: in my mind, the end does justify the means. And, and Which, by the
0: way, is the aid in you. Yeah. That's the eight
1: Here, But here's, I think here's the interesting thing. For me, because of the way that I'm wired, I I said like, look, I wish, dang it, I wish that there were a thing that I could come up with that I could have you steal from me to have the same thing but I, happen. But
0: as a four, I never would.
1: I understand, but I but the, the thing that bothers you doesn't, it wouldn't bother me.
0: Totally, and that's why, by the way, one of the things you can do with the Enneagram is... You take it, your partner takes it, and then you can look up how those two numbers work together, and it is bananas. Yeah. It is like reading your relationship diary—stuff that you thought was only for you. It's so good. Yeah. But the point—the point was not the why it was happening. This is our own thing to work through. The point was it was—it is important for me to have seen that note uh, when I was reading up on fours of holding grudges. Yeah. Because. It's not just grudges against, you know, like you want to know like real, it's not just grudges against people. It's also grudges against situations or because it's like this thing hurt me and I won't go back to it. So for instance, I don't consume my social media. I don't consume it. Meaning I post something, DM, I don't consume it anymore because at any given day on any given moment, There are so many people who are being nasty and mean and hateful or people who saw something negative in what wasn't negative at all. Like people who saw something because they wanted to be angry or they want. And most days I can rationalize like, oh, you know, there's just. Grouchy people, whatever. But it's easier for me not to consume it. And when I read that, I was like, "That's how I feel about the internet." Yeah. Like I have a grudge against the internet because I am so tired <laughs> of creating content to try and serve people. It's real. Being punched in the face for it's it. It's real. So I'm like, man, I'm just not even gonna take this on. And I thought, oh my word, goodbye. What internet. else in your life are you holding grudges against that you are creating a story? Around this person or around this experience that you made up in your mind because you were like, You hurt me once, you're gonna hurt. Like, man, there uh, is the, anyone know a local therapist in Austin, it's Texas? Real. That would be great. What's
1: funny is when I turned in my book, the first draft of the book, you had not read it. You didn't read the book until the third edits were through on purpose the first round of edits, the only thing I said to the person that I turned it into, my editor was, I need you to read this and if there is anything in this book that sounds like an idea that Rachel Hollis has put in any previous book, we need to strike it from the record because on an unconscious basis, just my the influence you have in our every single day life, I was like, so they came back and were like, uh, no, there's very little here. There's this thing or that thing. We changed a couple. Of, and then when I had you read it, that was the first question I asked you, honey, I don't want this to be a thing that in any way feels like it could have been me trying to take your
0: words. Oh, can I ask a question? Can we like therapy sessions? therapy? This? It. Do you feel like you do that because you don't trust your own ideas? because you are so smart you are so freaking smart and intelligent and charming and funny like you have so many great ideas i've read dave's book it's incredible you wrote all those words you put the time in you figured it out so i i think that there's something too you don't need to lean into
1: i uh, i think i think that everyone whether they're conscious of it or not does the thing that I do on some level you hear something in a podcast you read something in a book you do like you have a life experience and you take that experience and then you represent your perspective on that experience in your life I just happen to have been given as a gift and maybe it's like a double-edged sword kind of a gift
0: well your greatest strength
1: is my greatest weakness everybody I have a I have an ability to speak in a room and stand on stages without preparation and do things in articulating points that are the product of just taking everything that I've been exposed to and saying it out loud. What I'm realizing in this revelation of it being a thing that really frustrates you when I do something that undermines your having come up with the idea, I just have to be more intentional about making sure when you tell me something, Hey, I got a good idea. I tend to run with good ideas and want to go, like, if it can add value, if it can help our team, I'm just going to go, i want to go implement it, but I yeah. want to make sure sequencing-wise that it's something that you've been able to do before I go and step on my own foot. I was going to say step on your toes, but I'm step on my own foot.
0: Mm-hmm. Good times. It's Friday the 13th.
1: Oh. Do you have that song queued up? No, I don't have any songs queued up.
0: It's Friday the 13th. I know that we have people joining us from all over the world, so I don't know if Friday the 13th. It is something that makes sense where you're tuning in from, but definitely at least here in the U.S. It's like, what would we, how would you say? Wait for it. Oh you, know. oh, you skipped forward. I didn't know what part it was. You anyway, what? very superstitious. You know what, what are you superstitious about? Uh, and this is for anyone. Comment and tell us. Are you truly superstitious about something? I, like, I'm superstitious about a lot of the
1: things. The thing I think of when I think of superstition is when something worked, I think of everything I was doing in in that time that things worked. And then when I go to do that thing again, I try to replicate it. So like if I had a a great run and I was wearing a specific kind of sock and I didn't have my shirt on and I was wearing certain sunglasses and I listened to certain music, I'll replicate that so that I can have those same conditions present because in a little bit, it's like a Dumbo's feather kind of a thing. Uh,
0: I absolutely do knock on wood all the time. Like if you say something that you don't want to happen, I knock on what I just, you know, I knock on wood, or you say, I'll spit, p-p-p-p. I don't actually spit, but on your teeth, I is, don't know why, I just like, since I was little,
1: I don't really believe in the idea of like, good luck, bad luck, I put a post up today about, like, basically, I, it wasn't the Oprah quote, or whoever Oprah borrowed the quote from about preparation meaning hard work, Yeah, yeah. but I, I do remember, like, I was turning in a lease that I had on a car, and I got rear-ended on my way to the dealership. That's why
0: right.
1: turning my car in, and it turned into this crazy fiasco was, I was on so the freeway. Crazy. And I remember in that moment, I was like, "I have the worst luck." And I like that wasn't luck. Yeah, it was I don't just believe like in good luck or bad. Dumb accident. I don't. That, you know, at on all. Their Do y'all phone... believe in
0: good luck and bad luck? I don't. I'm curious when you say yeah. I don't broken mirrors oh my gosh that would be terrifying I would wow. not break a mirror I would not work it's funny because I don't think of myself as superstitious but like I'm not walking under a ladder I'm not opening an umbrella in the house I just like I would never
1: do you look in a mirror and say no
0: don't even say it I honestly my heart is beating too hard don't even <laughs> say it don't even say it in fact if I go into the bathroom in the night to like go to the, I look at the floor <laughs> <laughs> I'm 36 years old. I look at the floor. I do not look in a mirror in the dark. No way. No way. Um, Speaking what else? of bad luck,
1: I will say this:
0: uh, I will not put a purse on the floor. That is with most uh, put a purse lots on. of cu- yeah, lots of cultures don't put because it's the idea is that your money would walk away. Oh, I put my purse on the floor all the time if it's like a gross kind of bag or whatever. And my team, lots of girls on my team, get so mad at me because they're like, "What are you doing?" Um, karma, absolutely. I believe in good luck and bad luck. The thing is, it's like, if you believe in it, you're going to see it. So there's nothing wrong with it.
1: I just, the thing I don't like about good luck and bad luck is the person who believes that they are a victim of bad luck. That's true. Sees things and it reinforces their belief that they're a person who has bad luck. So it's like, you, yeah. if you believe it or you don't believe it, you're going to be right about it. So I like, I don't know. I, I struggle with the idea of like, I'm a person Walking who under has ladders. bad luck.
0: Um, What does that mean? The mirror in the dark. There's just this thing. This is not about superstition, but there is this thing when we were little, this like scary story, which I'm not going to say the name of right now, (laughs) that something bad would happen. And I you had to do a whole thing, but I don't even want to look in the mirror just in case. It's kind of like
1: Beetlejuice, except it's worse. Um, Way worse.
0: uh, Don't open umbrellas. (laughs) Anywhere and don't worry about that. That's funny. Um, if you fell, if you're, if you spilled salt, would you throw it over your shoulder?
1: Not one time. I would. Really?
0: I just like there's all these things. I don't know if I got them from like my grandparents or what. Like I just, I, it's not even conscious. I'm just like.
1: Last night we went on date night, which meant that a babysitter put our youngest human to bed, and this is never. She's happened amazing before. in all ways.
0: Yep, we love you, Angie.
1: But. Uh, We were going through potty training, and I don't know if you, as a human who has trained a smaller human to go to the bathroom, not in their pants, has ever made this mistake, but I was not aware of the fact that uh, Noah was put to bed without a diaper until about 3.15 a.m. when she was yelling, Daddy, I'm wet! And there's a thing at 3.15 in the morning, when your child wakes up, they have accidentally wet their pants she was like by the way she's been such a like at two and a half she's crushing this potty training game she'd gone days and days without having an accident so she was feeling bad about having made an accident I'm like don't worry about it not your fault it's 315 but also it's 315 (laughs) so don't think that this is the time that you wake up this is not the time that you wake up don't think this is the time you wake up but at 315 when I get up to go change a wet human my brain is not actually processing logic mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. And so I change her and uh, I didn't even change her. I grabbed a clean pair of pajamas, put her in a diaper and brought her into our bed.
0: Bad choice.
1: Because in heard my mind- I in my
0: bed. I was like, what's going in on? In my
1: mind, I was like, okay, uh, I can't put her back into this wet bed. I'm just gonna lay her in our bed. Yeah. This will be fine. It's 315. She'll fall right back asleep. No. She did not fall right no. back asleep. She no. thought it was time to play hide and seek in our room. Nope. It's 317 now. Nope. Go to bed. She won't. So I ended up putting uh, her back in there. But anyway, um, it you, Someone
0: just said, can you imagine potty training twins or triplets? No. Shout out to all the parents of Yo. The multiples. Holy smokes. That would be so awesome. So awesome. Yeah, that was, that was surprising. There was something else. She wet the bed. I
1: went to run club with the boys this morning. Yeah, how'd so that go? Today is the first Friday of run club at the boys' school, which is rad normally because I like to run on these roads, except this is on a track around a field. And they have this thing where 30 minutes before school, there's a necklace. How many laps did you do? They run. They run. They
0: do it in the fall. Do it it's in the really fall. Cute.
1: So I'm like, okay, I'll go to run club. I'm tired though, so I don't know that I'm going to be like doing all the be laps. Sarah
0: Sunshine has twins. Yo. you know that? These Here Sunshine did our theme song. Good morning.
1: Um, So, like, I'm, like, debating, I'm tired, can I just, like, get off the hook? And as I walk out the door, I said to Ray, like, with most of my parenting, they make me feel like I have to do every single thing they say, or they don't make me feel this way. I feel this way. I decide that... If I don't do every single thing my kids say sometimes, then I'm just a terrible He's human.
0: a nine, which is a peace peacekeeper. Keeper, I'm a peacekeeper. Which is peace someone keeper. who just wants to make sure everyone's happy all the time, even at the detriment of his own happiness.
1: So we get to the school and they're like, aren't you going to run? Aren't you going to run? We need you on that track. I, yes. Okay, fine. I will run. So we, like, I'm like, Ugh, I don't want to run, but I'm going to get up. I'm going to run. I get on the track. They got music playing. There's an announcer, like that lady at the bottom of the mountain when we were climbing oh, the mountain. She was so She's great. out there, like, hey, the Hollis boys are here. Let's go, Hollis. Is, let's oh, go. That's oh, yeah. So I'm like, all right, let's run. And these kids take off like the police are chasing them. Like they are gone. I've come out to Run Club, and my kids are on the other side of the track. I'm okay. running with a bunch of elementary school people and like this one weird tall kid. Anyway. I felt guilty. I went and ran. I had no reason to feel guilty because they had no interest in actually running with me. They just yeah. thought that they did. A
0: lot of people are saying like, oh, I must be a nine. I just thought, oh, I must be a nine. I'm a pleaser. There's other numbers. So like two is a helper. Mm. That's someone who is, they care. They want to help everybody do every, like Dave doesn't necessarily want to help people. He just wants to make sure they're happy. Yeah. So it's two totally different things. That's why you guys need to take the quiz and you could do it, just Google it. The
1: coolest thing, and we've talked about it on a podcast episode where we had the author of a book come on, so there's a Rise Together episode that you could listen to about the entire thing, but how me as a nine connects, interacts with partners well or not so with good. Rachel as a three yeah. is like reading our diary, if we had one. I don't have oh, a Oh, somebody diary, said but... they
0: took the test and they are a two. We have a lot of helpers in our at our office, a yeah. lot of helpers. Here's the important thing. Once you get really into Enneagram, so everybody has a main core number, but then they have a wing, and it's either the number that's right after your number or the number that's right before. So if you are a two, which is a helper, one number is the perfectionist, and number one number is the achiever. So it's just really interesting to know exactly. It's kind of a two-prong thing. So I am an achiever and my wing is the individualist. So.
1: And here's the thing, I said it. We we ask our team individually, please do these tests, share with us what you are. It helps us know how to show up well for, for them. You know, By the way, like we We do
0: any what's your Enneagram number and what's your love language? I was just so we know say that it. for everyone on our team. Love language. Um the other thing that I was going to say, what was I going to say about the Enneagram test that is helpful? shoot. I don't know. I don't remember. I can't either. read your mind. I know. Dang it. Three, It's four.
1: E-N-N-E-G-R-A-M.
0: E-N-N-E-A. Okay. G-R-A-M. Throw an A in there. Enneagram. Throw an A in Enneagram. there. Enneagram. Yeah. And people are like, is there a free? Yeah. Google free. Yeah. There's one that you can take. There's something called the Enneagram Institute <clears throat> where it's like twelve bucks or something. A lot of people like that one, but I just did the yeah. freebie one. We did
1: Myers Briggs when we got, got married, married. But I don't
0: remember what my letters yeah, were.
1: Yeah. I've done a few different kinds at work over the years. But anyway, they're like they're all they're all helpful, just understanding how you can Someone
0: said as a boss you try and give feedback in their love language. No, we try and give love in their love language. We try and recognize them, we try and offer praise in their love language. Um that's what that's the intention there is to make sure that they feel seen and that they see that they are appreciated in the language that I makes literally sense that
1: yesterday language. I'm sitting in a meeting with my CFO she done a good job I said what's your love language she said acts of service I said I'll be outside washing your car <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's awesome. Yeah. Um let's see. Um um it's based on motivation rather than actions. I don't know what that means. Oh uh, so she's a Oh what to motivates. Somebody. Oh okay, okay, okay
1: uh, um, all right, any questions? We're at the last five minutes of this start today morning show on a Friday, y'all.
0: Um have you, ever have done? you done Strengths Finder? Absolutely. I'm um I don't totally remember all of my strengths. I'm um future, I'm I don't remember. Have yeah. you done Strengths Finder?
1: I did it at Disney when I went into a leadership training thing, but I don't remember what mine are either.
0: Someone said, how do you know your love language? Again, I mean, there's an incredible book by Dr. Gary Chapman. We've interviewed him on our couples podcast before, which is a, such a good episode if you want to listen in. It's an amazing in. episode. But also if you Google it, there's lots of tests where you can figure out your love language pretty quickly. Um, by the
1: way, in the episode with Gary Chapman, Dr. Gary Chapman, there's also a conversation around the five languages of apology we gotta which, get the song man i i want to just i want to mama say alan
0: 10 she's... says it's two days in a row with no theme song and her daughter's really sad come on let's get it come for her on. daughter
1: let's do come this for on. the kids um it's the morning show
0: that no one knows and no one is talking about i said no one is talking if,
1: if they did they, they probably say it's the best way to start Sunday your
0: day with rage and gain that was just for the kiddos for the kids that is just for the kiddos for the kids. okay we got a few moments for q and a hit us up hit us up
1: mm, let's um, see what questions do people have
0: what are the You've got a
1: lot of comments about how nice your skin looks today. Well,
0: because I was halfway done with getting ready, so Man. I got some makeup on today. Everyone's like, what's happening with your skin? I'm wearing makeup. Oh. And there's some lights facing us, which are really making me look well highlighted, even though I'm not. You so. look amazing. Also, remember, I told you guys the other day it's an eyebrow. If you don't do anything else, let this be my legacy. Here we go. If you don't do anything else, if you don't care about anything else, learn how to pencil in your eyebrows. It makes you look awake. It makes you look alive. It adds definition to your face. Sisters and some brothers who are into makeup, get yourself a brow. And if right now you're like, how? How do you have those eyebrows? This is not an ad. And there's more than just this, but this is the one I use. Anastasia. Anastasia, you can get it at Nordstrom, Sephora, any. It's a brow situation, and it's a template. I literally, every day for like four years, put a plastic template in the shape of this eyebrow over my eyebrow, and then I powder it in. You think I know how to make this shape? I'm not an artist.
1: What's happening here?
0: I'm explaining. This is gonna change someone's life today. Go get yourself an eyebrow template. And all of a sudden, anything can happen.
1: I wish this would last forever. You
0: should. Did you shave your cheek for Rach? I looked. He didn't. No. Nope. It's still there. Still three hairs. Um. So someone. uh, No. The bet. Like go on. Someone just asked about how to apply for a job with us. Go check out LinkedIn. LinkedIn. So we've decided to start putting all of our job postings on LinkedIn because we have a big presence there. Our company has a big presence there that you can follow. Go check out LinkedIn. LinkedIn. Great. Yeah. Eyebrow template. It's a thing. And when you buy it and it changes your life, I need you to tag me in it and be like, hashtag Rach was right.
1: What is a piece of plastic that you put powder on go for these days? I don't know. Is it like a is it a five dollar thing Go or a fifty dollar thing? I, I mean,
0: it it probably costs a penny to make. Oh. Here's the thing: I bought it. The template it comes when you buy it. It comes with like ten different eyebrow shapes. You choose the one that most looks like your brows, and then I've had my little square template for like four or five years. Oh, they last. Oh my gosh what what's not gonna ha- what's gonna happen to it?
1: Let's talk more about this.
0: I you probably would. Lots of people ask about my mug. It is a Harlequin romance novel from a very long time ago that's what the mug is it says welcome to paradise
1: would y'all ever consider doing a couples conference we did one it was difficult on us and so we are going to make that couples conference into an e-course that will come out at the beginning of next year stay tuned for that
0: uh so also i saw a question which just reminded me of this i think it's up if it's not up yet it'll be up today our new youtube video which is our best advice for working with your partner um, every week we post a new YouTube video and it could be anything. I did a week where it was um, a message for middle school and high school girls. I've, we did one that was why it's important to do an endurance challenge as a couple. Uh, this week is uh, how to work with your partner, and next week I'm gonna do some stuff on morning routine or how I organize my closet, it's just fun. So if you like YouTube, head over to my YouTube page and be sure and subscribe so you get a notification every time we post a new episode. The reason that someone's question reminded me of it is that because this is about working with your partner and they have a lot of B-roll of us arguing with each other at work. Oh good. It's a fun like behind the scenes of us arguing over different projects, one of which is one of the things people just asked me about.
1: I love that. Uh, Carrie, I see your question, your veteran's wife and you're wondering if you can get tickets for Rise or they're setting aside uh, some money for military. We are. Uh, Rise Business is about 300 tickets we set aside for the USO. Uh, We have some tickets also for the Rise events in Fort Myers and in Mm -hmm. Toronto. Um, Shoot a note to support at The Hollis Co. They're trying to pair people or go through... Support at thehollisco.com. Support at thehollisco.com or uh, hit up the USO. But yes, for sure, for sure. When do San Diego tickets go on sale? We're going to tell people on the 22nd day of September, which is in nine days... That they're going to go on sale i believe october 22nd so mm-hmm. we're not telling you october 22nd yet we are going to wait until september 22nd and then on september 22nd we'll do a 30-day countdown for tickets in san diego going on sale on october 22nd but that could change because we haven't announced it yet
0: awesome yeah coming to the uk yes we are in august we are bringing rise to the uk so if you are in the uk or um, I know we have a lot of military families who are based in Germany or Italy. Like, man, hope you can grab a plane and come on over to London because it's going to be awesome.
1: Good work.
0: Good work. Um.
1: Video 72, where Emily, can I find it?
0: support said the scholarships are already given out. We just added more. We added so some more. shoot another note.
1: Yeah, we just added 200 more mm-hmm. scholarships yesterday. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, we did. Um. Do, 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 do,
1: Where are the do, videos do, for middle do, school girls? Do. Where it's are on they? YouTube. YouTube.
0: Also, I'm on TikTok, and my TikTok platform is only—I f- mean, lots of moms follow me there too. But I, the content I'm creating is specifically geared towards middle school and high school girls. So, if you have a middle school, high school girl, even a you know ten-year-old or whatever, it's that content is just for that age group. If you want to check it out, awesome. who made your top? This is Abel, one of our favorite companies and brands ever. <coughs> Sorry. On Instagram, they are live fashion able, live fashionable. Uh, but if you go check them out, they have just incredible, uh, incredible. What's the word I'm looking for?
1: Product, heart, spirit, community. They All give that. back. They hire, pay well. Awesome. Uh, episode seventy-two is a podcast episode, not a video. It's a podcast episode mm-hmm. on Rise mm-hmm. that will help you with doing your Start Today journal work.
0: Dave's book tour.
1: Dave's book tour. I got a call about the book tour today. I am excited. We're going to do 20 cities. 20 cities? That's I can't bananas. believe you're biting off 20 cities, Dave. I am. Mm-hmm. I am coming everywhere in March and April of 2020. You better get your hearts ready.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, um, everyone keeps asking about it. Yes. Why? We're going to do a run.
1: We're going to do a run. We're going to do a half
0: marathon, we which are gonna is do what it. Dave and I are arguing about in today's YouTube video.
1: We're doing a half marathon, 10K, 5K.
0: Yep, yep. Um, hey, one more thing, guys. Have you signed up for the last 90 days? Have you signed up for the last 90 days? It is our community-wide challenge. It is totally free. You get an email every single week that helps you to unpack a particular topic. It starts on October 1st. The intention is can you live the last 90 days of the year as focused and goal oriented and taking care of yourself as you usually are in the first 30 days of the new year. So if you want to end the year strong, if you want to start the new year higher up than ever, go over to the forward slash last 90 days. That's nine zero last 90 days. Sign up. If you signed up before, like if you've done this with us in years past, you are not automatically in. You've got to sign up for the new list because we want to only send it to people who really, really want it. So all right.
1: People are getting their journals too, by the way. I've seen I, so, so many. many people with so their many. last 90 day journals. So.
0: Uh, Sound off One, two Sound off Three,
1: four I, I love seeing If you got your last 90 day journal Put it up on the old social Tag me so I can tell you How awesome you are yep. Good work for everyone Who's done it If you got it You gotta do the practice Yes,
0: come on guys Come on Come on Alright Have a fantastic day Have a fantastic weekend It's Friday the 13th Be careful out there We will see you back here On Monday For more shenanigans And maybe No guarantees But maybe